Morrow Time with 2GB's David Morrow. There is nothing wrong with it, but read the rubble. On Radio Sport Mornings. Always enjoy talking uh, Rugby League Friday mornings with David Morrow. Morning, David. Morning, Jason. Yeah, what a good cricket season it's going to be. Can't wait. Uh, Boxing Day and New Year's Day, Australia versus New Zealand. They really will whet the appetite. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, Before we look at NRL, did the best team win Origin 1? Do you think Queensland deserved it? Oh, yeah. Look, uh, New South Wales had chances in the first half, as did Queensland, but New South Wales had one glaring chance to just go waste it, um, you know, and, uh, and they were on top for long periods of the time. New South Wales up the middle. Uh, and uh, you know, then the second half, Queensland came out. As soon as Clemmer went off, Queensland dominated the game. Their defence was outstanding. Their forwards just completely, well, took the uh, New South Wales forwards out of the equation. So that you know, it was hardly where I was watching it. You know, like halfway, I hardly looked to the right in the second half. That was the end that New South Wales was running to. I spent most of my time, almost got a stiff neck watching Queensland on the attack or defending New South Wales being held inside their own 20 metre line. So. No, they dominated territory, dominated the match and dominated the forwards and New South Wales are going to have to have a long, hard look at themselves. I mean, everyone's blaming the halves. Yeah, it's easy to blame the halves. Always blame the halves. It was easy to blame Pierce because he couldn't play. But um, but the, you blame the halves because when the forwards aren't going forward, how the, the halves meant to get you out of trouble? Uh, so, you know, I'll always have a look at that. I mean, something I learned from older blokes and game hasn't changed much since I was a little boy. I mean, if your forwards can't get some sort of foothold up front, you can't expect your little blokes to try and work magic you know, when they're going backwards. And, you know, that's, that goes back to probably Napoleon days and things like that, if you ever look at military books. So, uh, no, that Queensland were outstanding. And Munster and Ponga, yeah, they're just, they just, they were they were far better than Cook and Tedesco. And that's that's probably what it comes down to. The four superstars, Queensland two superstars were possibly, well, not possibly, were better than the New South Wales two superstars. Where New South Wales goes from here, who knows? Latrell Mitchell, he's packed up his bat and ball and gone home uh, because he couldn't uh, he couldn't take the heat. Uh, didn't even tell the Roosters, apparently. So he went home to Taree yesterday instead of coming home to do training for the game on the weekend. So there's a fair chance he won't be playing. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of criticism of Walker. And today, the newspapers in Sydney, because they'll always be screaming, are screaming for Maloney to return. These are the same newspapers that said you can't possibly play Maloney. So without lacing a boot on, without playing a game, James Maloney is all all of a sudden good enough to play State of Origin football after he led the Blues to victory last year. Isn't it amazing? That's funny. Same journos. They went to bed with a dream and woke up with with a story. (laughs) It's amazing what one loss will do for you. Yeah, it's uh, interesting times. All right, let's look at round 13 in the NRL. Uh, Rabbitohs Knights tonight. Uh, Rabbitohs lost to the Eels last week, but they were missing half their guys, weren't they, the Rabbits? See, they get, they've got some talent out tonight too, you know, because there's no Reynolds, no Walker. Uh, so, you know, no Sam Burgess. Uh, so they're, they're, you know, look, they're no certainties tonight. Newcastle, I believe that Clemmer will be playing, although I think he's going to be given to the last minute and you don't blame them for the effort he put in the other night. Pong is not playing. Uh, so you'd have to say South Sydney, but gee, this one's going to get down to the wire. I mean, if I, a betting man, no, I am a betting man. I wouldn't be having any of my hard earned on either of these teams because this could be this could be a very interesting game of footy. Would you say the same about the Tigers Raiders? I'm not sure I'd put any of mine on that either. I think the Raiders. I just think the Raiders are more consistent. But uh, but you're right. You know you don't know what the Raiders. The Raiders look. The Raiders last week. You know, this Nickel Clock said that you fellas let go. He's just been a revelation for them this year. 
at fullback, and uh, he's just getting better and better. And every time a player goes down and he has to fill in a hole, or he, he just does some remarkable things. And I just think they've, they've now got belief in each other, this Canberra Raiders side, that they can win the premiership. Bateman came back. Uh, I'm not saying that they'll, they'll run away with this game tonight, but they just know how to win. And, you know, it's a huge, incredible ingredient in the team. When you've got the belief you can beat anyone, uh, even when you're without your troops, somehow you do it. And uh, I think Canberra will be too good. But, you know, again, no, it's one of those ones, you know, you, you, if Whiten doesn't play and still no Leilu, he mightn't be back for the rest of the season. No reparty. Yeah, they've just got little fella, blokes that are out that are important. But somehow they've been able to fill the holes and win games. Warriors storm. Are the Warriors a chance here? They've got to be a chance, don't they? A chance? I, I, I did this. Uh, we did our tips yesterday on air. And uh, and I yeah, we all said, do you remember at Anzac Day, the Warriors were probably extremely unlucky to lose. And now the game's on the other side of the ditch. Who said that they can't win? I think everyone's thinking that the Warriors are a chance. Yeah, of course they are. And we all know that the Warriors, you know, there's, there's probably, well, if we, if we divide the game into quarters, there's four different Warriors sides, as we all know. Probably eight, actually. Uh, and if they, if they can find their best form, of course they can beat the Melbourne Storm. But the Warriors on their day, yeah, there's enough speed and enough grunt in that side to beat anyone. Uh, and it's just a matter of them believing it. If they ever believe it and get out there and put it together for six or seven weeks, you never know the Warriors could finish in the top four. They're good enough whether they believe they're good enough. Yeah, they played the Broncos, though, David, and didn't get a try. They got two points in that game. Yeah, I know. But it was that sort of game. It was, a, you know, like I enjoyed the game because I love those games where you know they're tough and hard and everyone's trying. It was just one of those games where you thought neither side looked like scoring. You know, they did eventually. Milford got the, got the try. But it was just one of those games where you thought this is just tough and hard and neither side knows how to unlock the door. And sometimes they're, they're the games that give you belief that you can actually go on and do something. I know they didn't score a try, but uh, I look. I often look on the the bright side of that. That their defence. I mean, most most coaches and most people who know anything about the game will say, if you can defend your own line, and they did it except for once, uh, you're a chance. It's when you start. If the game was thirty two thirty, you'd say, oh geez, you know, they, they might have looked good, but they still got beaten. But being beaten by eight points to two, I think it was from memory, and only one mm. try to nil. I think there's something you can take out of that, but I'm not sure you can ever take out of too much out of being beaten 32-30 except that you let one, one extra try. Anyway, we'll see what happens. I think they can win. No, I think they can win. Alright, we'll look forward to that. Uh, Sharks are yours to follow. Sharks have won three of their four uh, their last four games. Eels beat the Rabbits last weekend, but as we say, they were a depleted Rabbits side. The Eels a chance here or, or will the Sharks win this? I'm going to follow Phil Gould's lead here. Eels no chance. Phil said, I walked out of the ground with Phil Gould last uh, Friday night, and I said, what do you think of that? Because I was really impressed with this young uh, Connor Tracy, uh, Tracy, the the Rabbitohs kid that filled in. And he said, mate, he said, how how bad are the Eels going? He said, that was their full-strength side, mate. Struggled to beat a reserve-grade Rabbit side. And, of course, Cronulla have got Wade Graham back. Uh, And there's Cronulla at their best. Uh, They're they're just too good for for the Parramatta side, which I think has shown their best, and I think their best is probably around bottom of the top eight. And Cowboys Sea Eagles. The Sea Eagles were going okay, but they've lost to the Titans and the Panthers. I mean, if you do that, you don't deserve to be anywhere near the eight, do you? No, and uh, you know, like, and they're playing it up there. And Cherry Evans will play You're on the back of and buoyed by a win, and that often gives you a bit of confidence. Tommy Trubojevic is back, uh, of course. On the other side, the Cowboys will have uh, Morgan back. He'll be happy about winning. So 
they've got a few things going for them, the Cowboys. They've also got a bloke called Tal Malala. And uh, he, he adds an ingredient to a team. Uh, he's he's one and a half players, if not two. And I think being at home, they should win. But this this manly side, well, they shocked us. You know, after a couple of rounds, everyone was tipping to get the wooden spoon here. And then all of a sudden, they won, what, four or five in a row. Everyone said, oh, they're top four material. Now they lose a couple. The lower, the lower team or teams lower than the one the competition. They're back to being bottom four. Uh, I think it's that sort of complication. I think outside the top three or four sides, We've got 12 sides that can be up against each other on any given day, and one could beat the other and just say, how did that happen? Mm. And the following week, they might meet each other and the reverse applies. Yeah, makes for a great comp. Uh, Broncos-Titans, Broncos going for four straight. They should get that. Panthers v Roosters. Signs of life at Penrith. Couple of straight, uh, couple of wins back-to-back. Um, they probably won't beat the Roosters, though, will they? Oh, gee. I, wa- I got out of bed this morning, and I rang my mate, Matty Thompson, who's a bit uh, parcel towards Penrith because he grew up there. He tipped them yesterday. I said, oh, gee. I got out of bed this morning. I said, oh, gee, I wish I could change my tip to Penrith. Because now there's no Mitchell. Uh, there's no Keary. Uh, Cronk's back. Uh, there's no Waria Hargreaves. Corden has got an injury. Uh, you know, you start to look at them and think they're vulnerable. And guess what? Maloney's playing. State of origin uh, papers that didn't want him last week, now want him as 5'8". He'll have a blinder. I think Penrith can get him, but... Oh, mate, how do, you, how, do you, how do you bet when your sides are depleted through injury and state of origin? And I got a bloke who's, who, you know, when you look at his record, well, his record's unbelievable, you know, when you think about it. Uh, and if he has a blind, watch out. All right, Bulldogs. It's the game of the weekend now. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be a good one. Bulldogs, Dragons to follow. They've been pretty poor, these two. So, uh, I th- are, the, are the Dragons, have the Dragons lost, lost five in a row? Have I got that right? Staring down the barrel yeah, of six yeah. straight defeats? Yep, and uh, you know, and this, you know, I'm a bit partial to dragons, and my dad was a, a dear, dear departed dad. He was a Canterbury fanatic, so as a kid growing up, I went to every Canterbury St George game whenever we were in Sydney. So I've watched so many of them over the years, and you know, when, uh, I don't know. Look, you know, the dragons are meant to beat Canterbury every time they go out. Earlier this year, they flogged them forty to four. Don't be surprised if Canterbury win this. You know what the dragons are missing? Jack DeBellin. And you know what New South Wales missed the other night? Jack DeBellin. You don't realise how much how much this bloke means to a team or did last year until he's not there. Because in attack and defence, he is an 80-minute man. He, they should be making battery ads after him. Just keeps going and going and at full pelt. But uh, anyway, it's Queen's birthday holiday in most parts of Australia on Monday. So it's, it's a good game to finish the weekend. All right, just before you go, David, uh, Australia won their second game at the Cricket World Cup this morning. Uh, got there against the West Indies. They uh, have beaten Afghanistan earlier in the tournament. How are you feeling about Australia at the Cricket World Cup? you feeling bullish about their chances? At four for 30, I thought, gee, here we go. Um, <laughs> but, but look, the, the, the big thing, I came into work and I said, the big thing about this, he said, I'm now convinced we can win the World Cup. Uh, and I, may, I say that on the back of two things. Uh, two years ago, Steve Smith was probably regarded as the best batter in the world. He's batting like, you know, he's just going fantastically well. Mitchell Stark was regarded as the best bowler in the world, and both of them performed. And, you know, to win a World Cup, you only really need your best bat and your best bowler to perform. They're still going to do it, but it, the confidence that they would get out of what they produced last night, which is something extraordinary. Same as the, you know, the New Zealanders the night before. I mean, they struggled, but they won. And they're the games that you actually build confidence out of, don't you? The games you think you're done in. And then you've actually fought back to win. Uh, and all of a sudden, mentally, you say, Sue, even when we're behind the eight ball, we can, we can find a way to victory. Oh, I still, still, still won't be surprised with the same two teams that played the last World Cup final play each other. 
uh, it's, as long as they don't meet in the semi-final, they can still play each other. Which it, uh, which means that we might be not talking one day. <laughs> well, I hope that never happens, David. Have a great weekend, mate. Always good to chat. <laughs> okay, thanks, Jason. And hope you and Sam. I hope the uh, the little uh, the little dribble or whatever it is that's coming out of your nose uh, gets better. I hope it's not equine influenza. <laughs> I hope it's just a, I hope it's something we can fix quickly. Yeah, the stuff coming out of the nose is okay. It's the stuff coming out of the mouth that's the major worry. Thanks, David. Appreciate your time as always, David Morrow uh, from Two GB. Always joins us on Morrow time uh, Friday mornings as we look ahead to the NRL. Really happy to be so worried.